the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's time for the Your Personal Bank Show with Ferentz Toth. In an era of chaos, confusion, and craziness, Ferentz is a voice for common sense. As a financial literacy educator, speaker, and entrepreneur, Ferentz cuts through the noise to help us understand how current events affect our money, economy, and our freedom. Now, here's Ferentz Toth. Welcome to the Your Personal Bank Show. And today, folks, uh, we've got some great guests I'm really excited about. Uh, these folks, uh, Kip and Laura Brown, I've known for a number of years, and they've come all the way down from Seattle to join us to do an interview here in Phoenix. So, Kip and Laura, welcome to the show. Thanks well, for having us, parents. Yeah, thank you, and This is going to be awesome. We're excited to come down and chat with people and kind of get the word out there about person, your personal bank and all the other things here. This is going to be fun. Yes, I agree. So uh, as, if those of you that listen to the show know that I like to bring in occasionally folks who, well, who are, who are using the your personal bank concept. But before we get into that, Kip and Laura, I'd like to ask you, uh, share with us a little bit of your background, where you guys come from, you know, you know, how we met, all that good stuff. Yeah, absolutely. I'll kind of kick that off and then I'll kind of turn it over to Laura for a sure. second. But uh, so I was an IT professional. I designed software for people, uh, mostly Fortune 500 companies all over the world, traveled, all that, uh, that fun stuff. And, you know, it, it got to the point where. You know, I was I was finding myself all over the place in Europe, in Mexico, in Canada, and I was living a life that was outside of my family. And, and that's kind of what spurred me to think of something a little different. But to be honest with you, I was actually petrified. You know, I was the, the quote unquote breadwinner of the family, that sort of thing. Laura, thankfully, was be able to stay home and take care of the kids and you know, an amazing wife, amazing mother and that sort of thing. But they were living without me. So we, you know, we kind of had to, to think of something different, but I, I kind of grew up, cut my teeth in that IT space, did a lot of consulting work and it got a lot of world world experience. So, you know, take the good with the bad on that one. And that kind of left me in the, in the ballpark of, yeah, taking care of the family finances, making sure everything else was running smoothly and that we were doing the very best that we could with the income that was coming in to make it go as far as possible. But with all of his traveling, I ended up uh, off oftentimes introducing myself as a married single mother of three. <laughs> and, you know, it, it was a little shocking for a lot of people to kind of hear that, but that's kind of what it was. Some people say an IT widow, you know, those types of things. Well, I, he wasn't gone that much, but he was gone enough that for the most part, I was really having to deal with all of that on my own. And uh, we were trying to find a solution to have him have more time with the family, but still be able to grow wealth and do things that we wanted to do in our lives and achieve what we wanted to achieve in retirement. I love what you both shared there because uh, I talk to folks all the time, and it's amazing how many are in similar situations as yourself, where, like you said, Kip, the breadwinner, whoever that is, typically is off and gone. I mean, I, I ran into the same experience myself with traveling and speaking a number of years ago. And you start to question, am I really living the life I want to live? Yeah, we like to think of it as designing your own life, you know, right. instead of accepting what's defaulted to you. Mm -hmm. you know, I, we're told literally from the beginning of time, I think, you know, you're supposed to go to school, get good grades, get a job, work hard, move up that corporate ladder, save as much as you can, and you get to retire. And we realized after, you know, not too long, well, actually, it took a little longer than it should have, <laughs> but uh, we realized that that, that model's broke. The mathematically speaking, you can't get to retirement if you're just, if that's your plan. You've got to do something different or get really lucky in that industry. I mean, there, don't get me yeah. wrong. There are, there are people that can make that work, sure. but it's the overwhelming majority of the people it doesn't work for. Well, what I find is, like you said, they can, they can do okay, but they're not going to really, uh, really succeed in, a, in any, any measurable way. Typically, yep. you thrive or you, you survive, survive, not thrive, right. you know, exactly. type of scenario. And we were we were fine with surviving, like surviving was OK, but we were discovering that, you know, we would like to try to reach that point where we could thrive and teach our kids the things other than great. 
you got to go and you got to work for money and you got to work for money and you got to work for money. There had to be something that gave us a little bit more than that. Yeah, running the hamster wheel and living paycheck to paycheck gets to be not much fun after a while. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, you'd get that phone call. I'd be over in Europe and it'd be the middle of the night and Laura would call me because our kids had an event. Maybe it was a soccer game. Maybe it was a choir concert, a, a talent show. It doesn't matter what it was. Like, right. I, and I would get to see it on, on FaceTime at best. Right. You know, that, that's not the same as being there and experiencing it. Right. That, that's tough. That's really tough. So obviously, because of that experience that you guys had, you were looking for something else. So what what was it you found initially? I, I, <laughs> oh, I, I got to give Laura credit for this right. one because she kind of. How? Yeah, how, yeah. how did it happen? How's how that? did it happen, right? Yeah. So, you know, he kept telling me that, you know, he couldn't make a change. Uh, mm-hmm. For him, with his industry, if he went out there and started searching, that was a red flag that said, you know, hey, you're not really putting your full effort into this yeah, you're company. Not committed. You're, right. you're not committed. You're not doing this. And so we went back and forth on that, and I finally decided that if anything was going to happen, it was going to have to be me that made those steps and found those avenues. And so I looked at what I wanted to do. I had wanted to do real estate for a very long time. Uh, We always had the back and forth of, but we don't know enough to make it a business, right? We know some things, but we don't know how to make it a business. We don't know how to overcome some of the things that we had experienced in the past where we had great success, but then we had utter flops. Um, and what made that different? And so with that, I went on that search and I um, connected up with a group that was teaching real estate investing education. But not only that, they combined the financial literacy components as well as the business side of the components together. And it was really the only thing that I found that really brought the whole package together. And it was a holistic approach Mm -hmm. to how to go about doing this and being able to answer all of those questions about how to get started and then the trajectory of where we could go and we could kind of pick our future, if you will, and go in the direction that we wanted to. Well, and that's really kind of how we met you, because I know that was one of the things we were talking about at the beginning here when we first started. You know, we we found some of the financial literacy aspects of this to be the the most fascinating. And and we'll talk a little bit more about these as we kind of go through this this talk here today. But uh, we, we... realize that there are better ways to do things. There's there's things that are more tax advantaged than others to, to get through. There's ways to be able to divorce yourself from some of the, the requirements or the, the prerequisites of being able to do deals and things like that. And we actually met you through a, a community of people that we have here that we've connected up with that are part of the same program that were there. And one of the, the guys that were in the program, specifically up in the Seattle area, he had been working with you for a number of years before that. And he says, like, hey, Kip, Laura, I have this guy, you know, he's, he does this thing with life insurance, you know, it's yeah. fantastic. You got to meet him. We're like, oh, I'd love to. We're right. always in the business of learning. And that, that's kind of how we, we hooked up with you. Yeah, and, and that's w- awesome. It was that initial thought process that we had learned about the concept. Now, it wasn't called your personal bank at that moment in time, right. but it was the concept of using life insurance and how to do that. Sure. Uh, we just weren't connecting exactly how it could be all put together. And so he's like, hey, I know somebody that that could help you understand this a little bit better. Would you like to talk to him? And that is how we met you and how we have uh, blended <laughs> all of the all of the things that we know on both sides to really take advantage of the, all the benefits that come from it. And that's awesome because uh, I've shared on the show often and you've heard me in workshops. I've been a huge fan of educational you know, groups, real estate investment groups, whatever, financial investment groups, whatever. Because when I started in real estate way back when, I read a Carlton Sheets book and then went out and bought a house. Most people don't do that. No, no, no. <laughs> they need a little more support than that. I'm, I'm unusual. My wife tells me that all the time. You dive in and figure it out. And yes, we've made some good decisions and, of course, made some really bad ones. And uh, when I learned, and years later, I learned about these investment groups that were educating, I was like, oh my gosh, I wish that I'd known about that at the time. So. Um, yeah, so coming up and speaking to the group in Seattle, and of course one of my other clients had invited me and that type of thing, and and that's the last part is putting the two pieces together, putting the insurance side with the banking side together is why I do the radio show because it's so rare out right. there, it's just rare. I'm not saying nobody else out there is doing it. I just don't know anybody else that's doing it. <laughs> right, right, exactly, man. We're so thankful you did. Yeah, because yeah. putting it together is where the real magic happens. Correct. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. So you guys obviously got involved in real estate investing. Tell me a little bit. Uh, we've got a minute or two. Um, how did that go for you? Well, I mean, what were some of the early learning? What would you recommend to somebody else maybe that's in looking into that like you were? Well, certainly I would never advocate getting into something, anything. You wouldn't go to become a doctor or an attorney, even a CPA without getting properly educated. Real estate investing is no different. The problem is everybody has access to see it in a staged formatted way, say HGTV, and I'm not knocking on them because you know, right. you get I some, love them. Yeah, <laughs> right. You get some great information there, but it, it doesn't teach you how to do this. And it's a business. When people right. treat it like a hobby, they're going to get paid like a hobby or lose like a hobby. Right. So doing it as a business, I would advocate get educated. Whether you're using a program like the one we found, you go find your own. It, it, yeah, I, I think ours is the best that we've ever seen. Sure. Uh, our proof is in the pudding and what we've done with it. But I would start there. I would get proper education. I would look for mentors in the space. Don't just go to a mentor that says, hey, teach me everything you know. Right. Like that's that's a, a waste of your time and the mentor's time. Right. Get educated, figure out the basics, then seek out a professional to help you implement it specifically for you. So I would kind of go down that path. And then yep. and you know, then before we get any further, Laura, yeah. if somebody wanted to contact you guys, because, folks, I only bring on people that are real. One of my jokes I tell folks all the time is. When I'm looking at your financial statements and tax returns, it's really hard to lie to me. So <laughs> it does. It yeah. kind of takes all the mystery out of it, right? Tip and Laura for real. So if you are someone who maybe is interested in learning about real estate investing, how would they contact you guys? Well, there's actually two kind of ways that you can right. contact us directly. We've sure. tried to make it easy for everybody because, you know, we know how that all goes. And the easier sure. you make it, the, the better it is. Sure. So you can do one. Um, we've kind of put something together for people to be able to book a call with us so they can, mm -hmm. uh, you know, make it easy, but also learn a little bit about us and, and some of the things that are really important to us, like saving on taxes and, and doing those types of things as two little fun things. So you can go to HTTPS, colon, backslash, forward slash, forward slash, shorter dot app, forward slash, your personal bank. And uh, that will take you to a landing page where you can book a call with us. You can get to know us a little bit better. And uh, we can chat more about how you're looking for or what you're looking for and how that could potentially be married together. Or you can also get to connect with us and see a little bit more about us by going to our branded website, which is, um, you know, lifedesignduo.com. Okay, that's great. And we'll, put, we'll post those on our Your Personal Bank website, folks. So if you want to go there and find Kip and Laura's landing page and contact them because, well, you guys mentor people, right? Yeah. yeah, particularly in real estate investing. Obviously. Absolutely. We so. connect you up with the right types of education mm -hmm. platform that, that we've talked about. Mm -hmm. We love to connect up with people, work together, partner together. We do a lot of the kinds of things. We help people with implementing strategies once they've learned them, that sort of thing. So it's a, it's a great program. It's a, it's a connected community that's across the United States. Excellent. So if you do reach out to Kip and Laura, all I ask is let them know you heard us on this interview yeah. uh, so they know where you came from. That's all I, you know. Because I like to know that this is working well, know, for, yeah. for, for folks. Yeah, and that's perfect. And, and yeah. we, you know, as a special offer, we've got a way to kind of sample some of the stuff that we have. We'll make that available to anybody that lets us know that they came from this radio show. Okay, well, stay tuned because I'm going to ask Kip and Laura some more about their experience in real estate investing and how they learned how to use your personal bank to enhance everything. Stay tuned. Stay tuned for more Common Sense from Ferens. For more information, contact Ferens at 866-268-4422 or yourpersonalbank.com. That's 866-268-4422. Welcome back to the Your Personal Bank Show with Ferens Toth. Want more information? Contact Ferens at 866 268 4422 or yourpersonalbank.com. That's 866-268-4422. Now back to the show with Ferenc Toth. Welcome back to the Your Personal Bank Show. And uh, today we have some great guests with me. I've been excited about uh, inviting Kip and Laura Brown to our show for quite some time. I've been working with them for a number of years. They're real estate investors, educators. They came down from Seattle. They were in town. So I said, guys, let's get together. So Kip and Laura, welcome to the show. Thanks awesome. for again for having us. Awesome. Yeah, we're excited, man. This is it's a lot of fun. Yeah, this is fun to do. So uh, if you missed the first segment, I was asking Kip and Laura kind of a little bit of how they got started 
and where they came from and got started in real estate investing. If you missed it, go to yourpersonalbank.com. You can listen to this or any of the previously recorded shows anytime you want. Just strongly encourage you to do so. But I was uh, kind of cut Kip off on a thought he had. I was like, if somebody's looking into, say, real estate investing, okay, you mentioned getting the education. What are some other, maybe something else you would recommend to somebody? Well, the first one, I'm going to start with a concept on there. You know, it's, you, you should never wait to dig a well until you're thirsty. That, it, you know, it's, it's a, <laughs> the concept is by the time you're done digging it, you're going to be dead. You, know, you, should, you should really start and plan out your future, where you're going right now before you actually need it. I've been um, the unfortunate side effect of being laid off from a job before in the IT world after being there for 16 years. And luckily, we had already gone down this path. We had already started to get educated. We had already started doing some investing. So we were able to fall back on that cash flow. And it, it preserved or gave me the time I needed to go find another job because we weren't quite ready to, to retire into this full time. We still needed some of that income. So I would encourage people to go get educated, get the get the foundation. the foundation built out. Exactly. Yeah. Foundation before they actually need it. So that would kind of be the second step of this. So you want to add some things? Cause I kind of dominated that one a little bit there. <laughs> well, it's really about, um, knowing what you want. Uh, if you can really truly figure out what it is that you want, then you can kind of work backwards. Where do I want to be in, you know, however many years down the road that you want to focus that out for, and then figuring out where you need to go to get there and what you're going to need to make that progression happen. And it's really that systematic process of taking the time to think about it because so many people get stuck in the day-to-day that they don't take a minute to think about it until the minute has smacked them smack dab in the forehead and they don't have any other options. And now you're having to think fast. You're not getting time to make rash. You're taking rash decisions instead of taking the time to really think about how I can progress to go through there. Yeah, it's often said many people spend more time planning their vacation than they do their retirement. Yes, and retirement tends to bite you, or it takes yeah. a lot longer to get there in right. the long run because you didn't take yeah. the time for it. Right. Exactly. Well, exactly. And all too often we get tricked kind of going back into that, get a, you know, go to school, get a job, and mm-hmm. save money. We get sort of tricked into this building this nest egg. You know, you hear about that. Build your nest egg and then diversify it. Get out in all these stocks and bonds and all these different things. And the more diversified you are, the safer you are. You hear that one a lot. Right. And that just really isn't true very often. It, that's, a, that's a recipe to, to stay mediocre. It's a right. recipe to sort of keep what's defaulted and, and you barely get by. You're definitely not thriving when you do those kinds right. of things. And instead of focusing on a nest egg, a different approach could be focus on building cash flow. Right. Because if you're generating cash flow, you don't care about the nest egg because you, what the money you replace the, or that you use this month is replaced next month by cash flow coming in. The problem with the nest egg is the money you spend this month takes away from what you have next month. Right. And next month. And who knows how long you're going to live in retirement. You know, I plan to live forever, but right. that might not be realistic. <laughs> and, and Kip, that's so so accurate because I, I, you know, you know, I work with all types of folks and I have... Folks across the this financial spectrum, and and what I find, generally speaking, those that are doing really well financially, you're right. They don't really, they're not concerned about the size of their nest egg or the value of their assets. They're concerned about what is the cash flow generated from it. Because, you know, a million dollars in an IRA statement, it's nice to look at, but it, you can't eat off of that, really. But if you're having ten grand a month come in, that's what we we need to live on, right? Yeah. Exactly. That's yep. the difference. Yeah, and, and that's exactly the point. Exactly. So, so you got into the real estate investing. You got the educated. You, you, so, what? Like, tell me about some of your first early deals. What you know, some good and the bad. What did you learn from that? Well, the very <laughs> yeah. So, so when we started getting into, yeah, there, there's both good and yeah, bad. Yeah, of it's, course, it's real estate. Uh, you know, it's it's definitely it's not for the faint of heart. We'll give it that. <laughs> Fair uh, but but the first thing we did was we looked to see where we could add value. Mm-hmm. So the, the next trick I would say to somebody, or the next tip, if you mm-hmm. will, sure. is. Find a group of people that you can align with that have the right same core values, ideas, ways of mindset Mm -hmm. out there 
and then figure out a way to add value to that group. One of the things that we were blessed with at the very beginning was really good credit. Mm -hmm. We didn't have a lot of extra money. We made great money, but not a lot of extra money lying around. So that really didn't seem like an option to us. We were just learning. We were just learning all this real estate investing stuff. So we didn't have a lot to contribute to the project itself. But what we could do is lend our credit to a project. So find a niche, because maybe you do have experience. Awesome. Bring right. it to the group. Maybe you have a bunch of money or know people with money. Awesome. They can fund the deal right. or credit. You know, there's lots of different ways, but sure. find a way to add value and bring that value to the group because it's that that synergy that is created with the value you're bringing. That's what creates wealth. That's awesome. And it's really about networking mm-hmm. as well. It's it's understanding that you know you need to go out and you t- need to talk to people. Um, it doesn't matter what you're doing. If nobody knows that you're doing it, it's really hard to progress and grow in an area. You're, you're isolated. And so if you're going out and talking to people, you're seeing not only how you can bring value to them, but also how potentially down the road you can share the value that they have with people within your network as well, which grows everybody and ultimately will come back at some point for you as well because other people may share the those, um, those in their networks. And I know that we have dealt with that a lot um, in our relationship with you and this particular Your Personal Bank, that we have grown a lot from it because we've connected with people that have helped us grow in our thought processes, in our strategies, and been able to take bits and pieces of what each of us know and combine it together to make a super strategy, if you will. And so we started out doing fix and flips. That was kind of mm-hmm. the first thing out of the gate. And as I was saying, we lended sure. credit. We were the creditors to be able to work with the hard money lenders. Mm-hmm. We had credibility, which is another form of credit. Right. And we're able to bring in some people's retirement accounts. So that's one of the big strategies we advocate is, is being able to teach people how to self-direct their retirement account and leverage that for projects. So we've sure. done 18 flips. Okay. You know, that's more than one. <laughs> right. Are there some of the some of the good ones? We, we actually did really well for the first several and then the market kind of flattened out a bit in Seattle. And mm-hmm. we had a couple that, I, I wouldn't say we lost money, but we didn't really gain money. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, we, we it's going to happen. If you do this business long enough, you're going to find a, a project that doesn't go well. And we got into one that... Um, it, we, things one thing led to another. And we ended sure. up losing money. The market shifted on us, and that mm-hmm. one was a little painful. We made some kind of. Wouldn't it be cool if, <laughs> if we did? You know, if if you have that in your vocabulary, strike it. Right. <laughs> there's there's a pro tip for anybody listening. Right. Uh, yeah, if you're just saying, hey, it would be cool if we did this in a project. That just is dollar signs. That's right. just money. And, and so we ended up losing on a, a couple projects there. Not necessarily the reason we got out of fix and flips, but what I found out, it doesn't produce cash flow. It produces cash, right. lump sum cash, which is kind of like having a job, and that wasn't what we were into. And like you said earlier, you were trying to get rid of a job. All you were doing right. was finding a new job. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> what happened with that. And, and I'm not trying right. to tell people that, that fix and flips sure. are bad. There's there's some great money to be made in that, especially if you know what you're doing. But mm-hmm. it didn't fit our investor ID, kind of going back to Laura's point. Right. But what was great about it is that with understanding these strategies that we were putting together – we found a way to take those lump sums of cash and instead of having them be this this burden as far as taxes go and then trying to figure out how to sustain that money over a period of time to get into the next one because a fix and flip you're only as good as the next fix and flip that you get into oftentimes is is that we've learned to marry the the lump sums that we get with fix and flips or different deals in real estate that give you those big lump sums that are are very nice to have, marry them with the personal bank and be able to put that into a much more tax advantage way that still gives us access to the money to go out and do the next real estate deal or to start the next real estate deal, but not necessarily have to pay a huge amount of taxes on that. And that has just been absolutely uh, a vital piece of that growing puzzle that we've been able to develop up. Yeah, it's not how much you make, it's how much you keep. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yes, we tell people that all the time. You know, I, I ask them, in fact, this is a, an interesting one. I ask people all the time, and it's, it's, it's surprising how often people get this wrong. What is better? Is it better to save a dollar or make a dollar? Mm-hmm. And almost everybody's like, oh, I want to make a dollar. I want to make a dollar. Well, if you make a dollar... A third of that's going to go away in taxes. So you really right. only made about 70, 
cents ish somewhere around that you know depending on what tax bracket you live in right. but if you can save a dollar on taxes you make that entire dollar correct correct that's so right so if somebody was wanting to get more information how to contact you guys um, get a little bit of education learn more about real estate investing etc how would they contact you? Oh, excellent. Yeah, we, we kind of put up two different ways to do that. One, if you want to contact us directly, we'd love to chat with people. We set up a little landing page that will let you get access to our calendar to be able to talk to us. There's some information about us. You can see a short little video, a few things about why we like taxes. If you go out to https colon forward slash forward slash shorter dot app forward slash your personal bank. That's the easiest way to, if you want to contact us directly. If you want to be a little more autonomous, you want to kind of research yourself and see what we're all about, you can see a bio of us, talk to us, go through some of the different videos that we have out there. There's kind of a three-step process they can do. You can visit us at our, our own personal branded site, lifedesignduo.com. Excellent. So I'm going to encourage folks to stay tuned in the next segment because uh, you both have, Kip and Laura, brought up the personal bank concept. So the next question I'm going to ask is how do they learn about it and how do they use it with their real estate investing? So stay tuned. Stay tuned for more common sense from Ferens. For more information, contact Ferens at 866-268-4422 or yourpersonalbank.com. That's 866-268-4422. Welcome back to the Your Personal Bank Show with Ferentz Toth. Want more information? Contact Ferentz at 866-268-4422 or yourpersonalbank.com. That's 866-268-4422. Now back to the show with Ferentz Toth. Welcome back to the Your Personal Bank Show. And today we have some great guests, Kip and Laura Brown. I've been having a great conversation with them about real estate investing. And what we're going to do is... Go in, get into how they marry your personal bank and another concept called velocity banking. First of all, Kip and Laura, welcome to the show. Well, it was very nice to have you have us, Ference, and be able to share some of this stuff with everybody because it's really important for people to know that it's out there. And right. uh, that yeah. sometimes is the big misnomer is, is that if you haven't heard about it, it's not real. Right. In fact, I even said that at the very beginning of this. I was like, oh, if it was this good, I would have heard about it before. So right. I, it's it's great that we're getting together and getting the opportunity to get the word out there, because quite frankly, the financial literacy in this com- country is a little lower than it should be. <laughs> it's horrendously low. <laughs> yeah. Let's put it that way. But uh, before you were introduced to the personal bank concept, you were actually introduced to a concept called velocity banking. And there's a lot of people that have been introduced about this or don't kind of sort of understand it, but don't really. So first of all, what is velocity banking and how do you use it? Yeah, I, I want to just take that part of it because for me, we were talking earlier in the last segment, right, that that you can make a dollar or you can save a dollar. Well, mm-hmm. I tend to be one that loves the saving the dollar side of that equation, if you will. And so I got introduced and saw velocity banking for the first time and saw it as an absolute phenomenal way for us to save more money getting our business and real estate started than we could probably getting all of the money and making all of the profits that we were wanting to make. You know, it's that ramping up period. And so what velocity banking is, in a real nutshell, because it takes more than than what you can totally get on a a radio show to be able to understand it. But in a nutshell, velocity banking is just reorganizing how you flow money through your system And in doing that, if you set it up with certain products in certain ways, you actually can have your money be paying off debt for you while it's just simply flowing through the system. And that's what is really hard for people to understand. But it's doable, and you just have to understand the concept and how to do it. And once you do, it's kind of like that, that, you know, you can teach somebody to fish or you can give them a fish you know you can always give them a fish you can always give somebody more money and then they can pay off that debt but then they just go back and get into debt again or they or they can't get rid of other debts and that kind of scenario where if understanding velocity banking what you do is it's a concept it's a mindset now you will never go back and you will always be able to no matter what life throws at you, you will always be able to handle it. And for us in our particular situation, Velocity Banking, we started it and then life threw us a few curveballs. Mm-hmm. And in doing that, it was a, such a valuable 
strategy to understand and know how to work with because it saved our bacon in so many avenues. And um, I say that because for me, um, 18 months after we started investing in real estate and, and going down this process, I got diagnosed with a brain tumor. And it was a large brain tumor. Mm. It, we had very little time to actually comprehend the concept of what we were going to do and how life was going to proceed. It just was all really fast. And because we had this velocity banking strategy in place, we were able to ride that wave I had time to be able to recover and still be able to keep moving forward. We were able to buy rental property within four or five months after that. So it wasn't something that stopped us dead. So many people in this country, you know, medical medical debt right. can completely stop you in your tracks and, and hit the reverse. And yeah. that's terrible. Well, and and because do. we were able to still use it and, and the concept at the end of the day, another way to think about velocity banking is how to use your dollar more than once. Mm -hmm. So if you can use your dollar for one thing, just pay a debt. Right. Okay. You know, you get some benefit out of that. But what if you could pay this debt and this debt and this debt and you can roll it through your system? That single dollar pays all of these debts. It's really a framework, a mindset around that. And because we had it in place, we were able to continue all our real estate investing. As Laura said, we were able to get some rental properties. We also did a fix and flip project. We were able to, to not miss a beat. We didn't fall behind on any bills because another advantage of it is, is you can float your own debt for a little bit while you're figuring things out again. Mm-hmm. In other words, you're, you know, obviously you're accelerating debt payoff. So absolutely. So if anyone has any debt, they should seriously look into the velocity banking concept to learn how to accelerate getting rid of that debt. Yeah. Right. Well, why and, don't we give a, a little example of it, Laura? Because yeah. you 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 use it just at a minor scale with even something like a, a, a the gift cards and things. Okay. Yeah. So sure. there's a. There's a lot of places out there, grocery stores, you know, different places that you shop that offer gift cards. And right. specifically on grocery stores, when I was in that avenue of, you know, trying to figure out how to save money and how to make it stretch as far as possible, I was looking at it and our grocery store had gift cards. Well, guess what? They also did gas points, hmm. you know, for whatever you buy in groceries, you know, you get points towards gas discounts. Mm -hmm. Well, I was seeing that, you know, if I bought gift cards for the same things that I would go out and buy, whether it was a Christmas present and I was going to buy them on Amazon anyway, or if we were going to go out to eat, I could buy a gift card. I could use a credit card that I was using anyway, but it was going to give us cash back on a small percentage of that. So basically, I was looking at how can I use my dollar that I'm going to spend anyway the most efficiently and effectively. Well, and I was looking at that at those variety of things. Okay, I could get cash back from a credit card. I could get gas points for that same dollar. Um, then I actually found out that my children's school had programs that I could donate through to the PTAs and things like that through these programs. So now I'm looking at, okay, I'm going to get a Christmas present for my kiddo. And I am going to go out to Amazon to do that. So if I go down to my grocery store and I buy it and I put it on my credit card that I run everything through anyway so that I can keep track of everything, I'm going to get cash back on that dollar. I am also going to get discounts on gas. Um, and not only that is I'm going to now donate to the PT and who out there doesn't relate to this one where you have bought more wrapping paper or <laughs> magazines than you ever candy needed bars. or wanted yeah. candy bars whatever it was just to support your kids school but you they were only going to get 30 or 40 percent at most of whatever it is the dollar that you were spending this this was a dollar i was already spending i didn't have to spend it again and they were going to get that as a little thing so it was always a fun game to see how many different things I could get my dollar to do without me spending any more than that dollar. And That's Velocity Banking is really taking that concept and moving it into a big scale. So you can pay mm -hmm. off mortgage debt, medical debt, credit card debt, uh, student loan debt, car Cars. payments, any, any kind of amortized payment schedule out there. You can use Velocity Banking and save just an astronomical amount of money on interest. So and I'm that's what really lit me up when so I saw it. So I'm going to say this. If you're listening and you have some debt, how would they? How would somebody contact you to learn how to accelerate this debt payoff using Velocity Banking? Yeah, I would say book a call with us because, sure. you know, we can't really, one size fits all doesn't really work for anybody, right? Understood. So just, just understand the situation. I would say go out to our shorter dot app 
forward slash your personal bank and be able to connect with us. Make make an appointment with us. Um, let's talk. Let's figure out what it is that you're trying to accomplish, and we can kind of give you the guidance on how to go about doing that. Excellent. And I'll, we'll put the we'll put the, Kip and Laura's contact info on our website, yourpersonalbank.com, so you can always go there also and find them and learn again learn how to get out of debt quicker. Right? That's always a good thing. You've alluded to this a few times. I want to shift gears here a second. Now, you were using the velocity banking concept and all that. Obviously, then you got introduced to the personal bank concept. Now, that's a lot of people confuse the two and think it's the same thing. What's the difference? Oh, yeah. <laughs> we, we get this a lot. Right. So, velocity banking is a mindset, first and foremost. Your personal bank can be considered that as well, but it's, it's how would you implement it? How would you go about mechanically implementing a strategy where you can leverage the money that you have around in a very, very tax-friendly way, in a way to implement velocity banking as a strategy? But then it goes a whole lot more than that. So we can spend hours <laughs> you know, talking about how great uh, the your personal bank concept is. But in a nutshell, you are using life insurance policies, specifically the cash value. And then I know people, listeners here, they're probably pretty familiar with this concept. Right. You, know, you, you talk about this a lot. And, and it's a way to create the scenario that you have the vehicle or the tool to use to implement the strategy in velocity banking. We use it all the time as our vehicle to implement the velocity banking concept. And then we also use our, our cash value in our life insurance policy, specifically lines of credit against it or um, loans against the policy to go out and do our real estate. We use it as trigger money. And that's been just an amazing thing for us to do because one of the things that you'll find as you get into real estate investing, the faster you can move, the more likely you are to get the deal. Even mm -hmm. if you're not the highest bidder, if you can move the quickest, most people need cash in this business quickly. They need to sell their property. They need to get out from whatever it is that they're under. And if you can solve that in the fastest way possible, you're very likely to get the deal. So we start using that concept you know, interchangeably a little bit. So yes, they're kind of similar, but one is our vehicle that we implement the other one with. It's your funding tool. It's our funding tool. Well, that's why I call it your personal bank. You're, yes. op you're a bank. Yes. You're operating as one. And it's great to have the autonomy to be able to do that, to not have to rely on somebody else like a bank or another lending institution to get the paperwork in order, to make sure all the questions, all the T's, I's, you know, it's back to you. You have control of being able to say, yes, I've done the research. Yes, I understand what I'm going to get into. Yes, I know what I'm doing. I can move faster. I can just take what I need and go instead of waiting for somebody else's timeline. And that is beyond valuable when it comes to the real estate world. I'm glad you brought that up because I get asked that question all the time. Well, how, how quickly can I access the funds? Well, I say you can wire it overnight. Yeah. I mean, that's how quick you can get the money if you need it that quickly. Well, yeah, it, like a great example of this. We just bought a fourplex about six months ago uh, in Salt Lake, and, and we can talk about the story. We were able to get that deal you know because. What? Exactly. You know what? I'm going to cut Kip off, and when we come back in the next segment, I'm going to let Kip and Laura share that example that you were talking about, how it can create more opportunities. So I'm going to really encourage you to stay tuned. Stay tuned for more Common Sense from Ferens. For more information, Contact parents at 866-268-4422 or yourpersonalbank.com. That's 866-268-4422. Welcome back to the Your Personal Bank Show with Parents Toth. Want more information? Contact parents at 866-268-4422 or yourpersonalbank.com. That's 866-268-4422. Now back to the show with Ferenc Toth. Welcome back to the Your Personal Bank Show. And uh, we've been having a great time today interviewing Kip and Laura Brown. I just want to, first of all, thank you, both of you, for coming on to the show today. So welcome again. Oh, well, thank you. It's been great being here. We've really enjoyed it, and we appreciate the opportunity. It's our pleasure, and we're excited to share information with people that will help them grow and, and do better for themselves. That's awesome. And, and anybody who's listened to the show knows I just don't invite anybody on the show. And Kip and Laura and I have been talking about doing this for quite some time. They live in Seattle, and I'm in Phoenix. So us getting together was a pretty big deal. So <laughs> anyway, again, thanks for coming. Um, 
And if you did miss any of the previous part of this uh, of this radio show, I'm going to really encourage you go to yourpersonalbank.com. You can listen to this or any of the previously recorded shows. They all have their own topics, anything that interests you. But it's been a great interview, especially if you have any interest on real estate investing or paying off debt earlier, uh, quicker. I'm going to strongly encourage you go to this interview at yourpersonalbank.com. In the last segment, Kip, I kind of cut you off. You were talking about an example of how you were using the personal bank concept to give you a better opportunity on a real estate deal. So share oh, that Oh, absolutely. Us. Yeah. No, my pleasure. Now, when I say move fast, that mm-hmm. this, this is what I mean by that. We mm-hmm. just fell into an opportunity through our networking, actually. It was through our real estate investing community, nationwide community that we're part of here. And we, we met some people on a, a leader's retreat, so a business trip, you know, love mm-hmm. those things. And, and we were talking with them and, and talking about our criteria for buying criteria because everybody in this industry you have a set criteria it needs to meet this or you don't buy it the numbers are what what sell it and so they were like okay uh we gave them what we considered a unicorn like i want it to be seller financed i want to have you know it needs to be a fourplex or bigger it needs all these literally the criteria couldn't happen because we didn't really want to invest out of state but they came to us and said hey we have this this deal in in utah in salt lake and they're you know, as you know, we're in Seattle, so we're like, eh, I don't think so. He's like, no, 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 check it out. So they gave it to us, and it was the unicorn. You know, <laughs> we found a, a seller finance deal, meaning the, the seller of the property is going to carry back the mortgage right. for us. I mean, who doesn't want that deal? Like, right. no credit, no money, like that kind of stuff. But the catch was we needed $150,000 down today to sign it. Now, this property, when you learn how to do proper real estate investing, you're buying under market value. Mm -hmm. This home never hit the MLS. It was never for sale in quotes, but it through a handshake and word of mouth, all that kind of stuff, we found out about it and then got it signed up under contract for about $300,000 under market value. Nice. So here we are, seller financing, 300000 under market value. The catch was I needed $152,000 right now to close. Sign here or you don't get it. Well, we jumped right over to the personal bank, pulled the money right on over, and 48 hours later, we were under contract signed. I think I remember talking to you guys when that happened. Yeah, I mean, it, was, it was incredible. How, how quick can we get the money? I remember that one. <laughs> exactly. And it's that kind of say, when we say trigger money, this is right. what we mean. We were able to beat out all the other competition, and, and trust me, everybody wants that kind of deal. It's a unicorn deal. Right. It was perfect for what our investor ID was, but we were able to get it because we could come up with the money faster than anybody else that's awesome and what's great about it is is that it allows us time to then go out and talk to people and bring investors in you know we have now the ability to structure the deal the way that we can give the most advantage to somebody that is an investor coming in but also then replacing that money so that we can then go back out and do it again and do it again and do it again and that's the whole point is is that Ultimately, if you you always use your money, it will be finite. You you will run out of it eventually. I mean, it doesn't matter if you have millions and millions of dollars. If you use only your money, you will eventually get out. And that's a fallacy that a lot of people fall into. I don't have enough money to go out and do real estate. Well, you never will have enough money to go out and do the real estate that you ultimately will want to have. But if you have the ability to get things rolling and started and then be able to show the value to another investor that can come in and help you with that, you stabilize things, you do a win-win because they're making money on their money that they are looking for, and you're able to go then out and do more real estate that builds that cash flow that creates that life that you're trying to create for yourself pull our money back out that we borrowed from the personal bank we pulled it back out put it back into the personal bank and hanging out there waiting for the next deal that we're about to go do right which brings you back that kind of laura that brings you back to something that you guys said at the very beginning of this interview what you were where you were at with the it business uh, you were an it widow yes (laughs) as you put it (laughs) and you were looking for a way to create cash flow and I remember in the workshop I did for you guys, something that struck me last year when I, when I was up in Seattle is I remember Kit mentioning you guys you, using this tool, the personal bank tool to enhance your real estate investing. And I said, uh, well, I, I'm hopeful that it allowed you to at least accelerate your retirement plans because you're full-time real estate investors now. And your response, I've, I've loved your response. I don't know if you remember, but it, it made it much, you, you were able to do, replace a, a good paying IT job. Yep. Mm-hmm. I think you said in what four and a half years? Yes, 
yep. something yeah. like that? Yeah, exactly. No, that's exactly what we did. So we we just built up all of the different cash flows. We mm. predominantly do short-term rentals and and um, kind of mid-term rentals. So think like a traveling nurse or a, an executive, those kinds of things where they're renting three to four months or something around those lines. And then we do seller finance notes. We both broker notes as well as invest in notes ourselves. And, and that's become a, a great thing. But we, we use, again, the personal bank to be able to you do the trigger money, and then it gives us time to structure a deal with investors to come in, replace the money that we borrowed from the personal bank, put it back into the personal bank to do the next deal, and, and we just continue to do that. The other thing that we, we've done, which actually really set this apart, was we kind of look at, we took a look at our expenses. And we know that say it's forty grand a year, whatever your expenses are. Right. You have a choice out there. You can just start writing checks out of your checking account all the way through the year using your dollar one time. Or you could go back to what Laura was talking about earlier, where you can use your dollar more than once. So you could choose to go put that dollar into your personal bank, life insurance policies, as cash value there, and then borrow it back to go pay that same expense. I'm paying the same expense, right? but now my dollar is doing two things. It's gone into a life insurance. It's growing in cash value. It actually grows at a rate that's almost exactly the same as what you can borrow it from. Sometimes it's a little more, sometimes it's a little less. Actually, it's always the same or more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the so same. Just so you know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you're, you're always, you're making money right. now on a dollar that you used to just be spending on. Right. Even if it's 1%, 2% arbitrage on top of that, that really adds up over time. I mean, you think about a credit card company, they sustain at 2 to 3% arbitrage. The entire banking industry works on a 3% float. Right. That's their profit margin. Yeah. So you do that <laughs> enough. Yeah. If, if the wealthiest, best industry on the planet at making money right. does it. The banking industry. Yeah, yeah. Right. Even sure. though they're having troubles lately. But. I, well, yeah, one or two of them out yeah. there. but. Yeah. By and large, not right. doing so bad. So right. yeah, it's just it, it's it's the way to way to get ahead in life. You again use your dollar more than once. Combine the velocity banking with your personal bank, and make it happen. That's awesome. Is there anything else before we get done here? We got a few minutes. You would that you guys would like to share. Well, I think it's more about just helping people figure it out, right? Mm -hmm. um, there, I always felt that instead of getting mad about people making money and doing better and not paying taxes that I was having to pay and all of those things, I just wanted to know what they were doing. Like, right. I, you know, if I just could understand what they were doing, then I could figure out how to do that for myself as well. And I remember vividly, we went into our CPA while we were, while Kip was still working and trying to figure out how we could do better. And we were like, what is it that we can do? And the answer that I got was, well, I'm sorry, you make this money. It is your duty and your obligation to pay taxes. And I'm like, I get that. I'm not asking to not do that. But there's, there's people out there that know more than me to do this. And I'm looking to you to, to guide that. And what we learned was is that if you rely on somebody else to always give you the answer, you probably won't get an answer that you like very much. Or and, you're asking the wrong person. Or yeah. you're asking the wrong person, and, yeah. and you know that <laughs> well, takes a learning in its, in its yeah. own right. Yeah, well, what we find, there's very few people like you, Ferentz, that are willing to openly give the information and help people. Like That's one of the reasons we connected and stay together is, is we value your opinion. We know you're always there trying to help people and really giving them the guidance that you really believe and has proven to work. Not many professionals do that. Yeah, well, they're, they're, <laughs> we talk about the 2080-year-old, but yeah, and then the 2% rock stars. Yeah, yeah, one yeah. of my mentors always talks about it, and you're right. You know, if you're going to have a surgery, what, you know, you're, you've got an 80% chance you got an 80% doctor or surgeon, right? Yeah. Or do you want the 20% or the 2% rock star <laughs> yeah. working on you? So, yeah, it's, it's true. It's you probably the CPA we're talking about didn't know any better themselves. They were, li they, were, they were living paycheck to paycheck just like you were at that time. So they couldn't give you any different advice. And or so for us, you know, it's really about getting and getting yourself a basis of knowledge right. to be able to ask the right questions, to be able to evaluate the right information, to be able to really truly make that plan to go forward instead of relying on somebody else to just give it to you. Because if you do that, you probably won't get what you're looking for and you'll be stuck in the status quo until you just either can't anymore or or you don't know what to do as far sure. as that nobody, goes. Nobody should know your finances better than you. 
It's right. your plan. It's your retirement plan. Right. It's your life. You should be designing your life the way you want it. I agree. For somebody to kind of help them get started last time, how would they contact you guys? Well, again, there's two ways that we've set up for this. I love the idea of just talking to people and really getting through because everybody's unique mm-hmm. on there. So if you want to talk to us directly, you can go out to HTTPS colon forward slash forward slash shorter dot app forward slash your personal bank. Love the title there. <laughs> yeah. Go for that. But go to go to shorter.app, your personal bank. That'll get you access to our calendar. You can schedule a call with us when we're available. It, all the times availability are there. So just, just pick a slot. We'll do that. Um, 15, 30 minutes, we'll contact that. Or if you want to go through and learn a little bit more, you want to be a little more autonomous, you want to go through and kind of see some videos of what we're talking, what we're all about, we do have a place. You can go out to lifedesignduo.com. Uh, we'll get that out for everybody. That's fantastic. And we look forward to talking with you. And, and we'll post those contacts on, on our website, yourpersonalbank.com, so you can check that out. Kip and Laura, again, thank you for coming today. It was an awesome interview. I, I, I believe folks are going to learn a lot from it, so thank you. Thank we you. appreciate it, and we're looking forward to talking to everybody. Awesome. So, anyway, uh, stay tuned to the Your Personal Bank Show. It was an awesome interview today. We're going to have great inf- uh, information for you again next week. And as I always like to say at the end of every show, as long as it's still on our money, in God we trust. Listen Tuesdays at noon and Saturdays at 1 to the Your Personal Bank Show for more information. Contact Ference at 866-268-4422 or yourpersonalbank.com. That's 866-268-4422. This show is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information. The presenter and guests of this program do not engage in legal, accounting, or tax advice. Professional advice regarding your situation should be sought if required. Some products discussed may have limitations and not be available in all states. Excessive unpaid loans may affect performance. Distributions may become taxable if not managed properly. Replacements may not be suitable for everyone. There may be charges when replacing coverage. Dividend rates and bank line of credit rates may change. For current rates, contact Ference at 866-268-4422 or yourpersonalbank.com. Again, that's 866-268-4422 or yourpersonalbank.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.